All right, good evening, everybody. Today is April the 14th, 2022, and we're here tonight again with Chris Hauser, and we're going to be going over uh, his processes, 1099, conditional acceptance, and other issues. Um, before we get started, you guys, um, if you want to be uh, up to date on uh, um, these calls and other issues, uh, go to uh, youhavetheright.com and join the mailing list. It's on the front page, youhavetheright.com, and that way you'll receive notifications of when these calls, uh, the call schedules and, and other issues. Um, <clears throat> and you can also help support us by joining the membership at youhavetheright.com. We have uh, most of these calls broken down and edited by subject to make it easier for you to go through and learn the content. So if you could do that, that would be very much appreciated. So, Chris, here we are. What kind of updates right. do you have for us today? Uh, not a whole lot has changed uh, since last Thursday night, uh, you know, other than a lot of stuff going on. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm working with uh, a crew right now. Uh, they are... Uh, not really ready to go with the uh, the real estate yet. Quite ready to go with this, uh, but it's coming. Uh, we uh, spoke last night for about three hours on the phone, and uh, I'll release that. I'll, re- I'll release all that information as soon as they are ready to handle the volume because it's going to be crazy. Uh, it's looking like the real estate, uh, a, a good uh, example of, of what a real estate uh, brokerage is going to look like for this process. Uh, the, there's a few few bugs that are getting worked out, and uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to break out any of the information until I know that they're ready to handle the volume that's about to hit. Uh, <laughs> But when it does, it, when it when it does, and I do get this information out, it's going out everywhere. Uh, and, and I want you all to, or all those that are listening, to be patient with this group uh, because they're learning just like you're learning. Uh, there is going to be, if there isn't already, there's going to be a Telegram channel uh, for realtors, and there's probably going to be telegram channels for each individual state realtors. Uh, they're going to get ready to start networking this process, uh, you know, as soon as there's some confirmation. Uh, and, and apparently it's been tested the process has been tested, and a few folks are are getting ready to receive the funds, apparently. Uh, so, like I said, when I bust this information out, uh, these folks are going to be working tirelessly to handle the volume. Uh, but be, I would ask you all to be patient with these folks. Uh, because they are going to get to you. Trust me, uh, 
they uh it's it's an overwhelming thing. Uh, starting this, I, you know, this has only been hot and heavy since, you know, December, and and it's overwhelming to me. It's been completely overwhelming. So, uh, real quick, um, they're going to be handling the OIDs and all that other stuff. Yeah. Okay. They are going to basically uh, handle it for you. You will be uh, doing the 1099As, and they'll be doing the rest. And then you will find a a realtor uh, who will do the contract. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that when this happens, the contracts that you all be entering into will be the constitutional contracts. This is going to take out uh, real estate attorneys. If you're a real estate attorney, you're about to be out of the job. Uh, and 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 it's also going to loosen up a lot of restraints that 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 profession has on it. So, uh, and once the Telegram channel's up for the realtors. Uh, a lot of y'all that are out there that are realtors will be able to get in contact with me, and uh, uh, and I'll be I'll put you up on them so you guys can get networked together. I foresee this as taking a lot of work off of myself, uh, and that's why I would like to do the same thing to the other brokerage that I'm working the auto brokers I in. Auto brokers, I'm wanting to get that up. As soon as it's up, uh, all I'm going to be dealing with then from that from that time on, folks, uh, is the the conditional acceptances and the uh, you know the 100 million dollar bond guys. They're pretty much doing that themselves. Uh, I don't know if y'all if y'all are up on the YouTube stuff, but. Uh, there's probably a half a dozen different people out there with their own channels, and they are actually explaining how to fill out the 1099-8s. And, uh, you know, they got 1111 Constitutional Boulevard, Constitutional Avenue, you know, in the lenders area. So they're all, what they're doing, oh, oh yeah, make sure, you, make sure you endorse the back with a beneficiary signature. So they're basically just, regurgitating what I've said. And that's okay, too, because, uh, you know, as long as they're giving the right information out, uh, people get to learn how to do this. It doesn't have to be me uh, doing this. Uh, there's even one individual out there that uh, is, is doing a – he's doing his own class on letter of credit. Uh, you know, and like I said, like I've said before in these recordings, uh, letters of credit are basically pretty easy. Uh, now he's teaching his process of how you go about that. Uh, well, you got to correct your status, and here we go. So uh, you might want to be careful with those folks that are teaching the letter of credit and if they're asking for money. Uh, if they're asking for money, and and it's a large sum, you know. If they're saying, uh, uh, you know, uh, give me twenty bucks and I'll help you, I'll help you figure this out. Uh, 20, 10, 20 bucks—that's not bad. 
Well, that's not a bad price to uh, uh, get some information. But if they're going, look, man, uh, send me five hundred dollars, and I will, uh, I'll show you how to do this letter of credit that Chris is talking about. Uh, you might want to be a little wary of it. Uh, that time is coming. Uh, I've already spoke with uh, <clears throat> with Tad here. And what I'm going to do is work me and him and a few others that are uh, well advanced and uh, are looking at getting, uh, you know, having their their contracts up. Uh, we're going to do a little roundtable Zoom and uh, and 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 do the letter of credit. Uh, you're going to find that here on Tad's. Uh, you're going to find that Zoom meeting on Tad's uh, website. You have the right.com. Uh, that's where uh, I just figured in, instead of, uh, you know, doing this in every Zoom conference and doing this in every uh, Telegram channel and, uh, and then doing a video, uh, it made more sense to do a Zoom with the people that I've been working with for, four or five months now uh, to do a roundtable Zoom with just, you know, a half a dozen of us and explaining and talking over the letter of credit. Uh, then you'll be able to go right to uh, Taz's website right here and, and watch it. Uh, you know, it's just nothing more than to listen to it. You know, I hope it's uh, it's all recorded, a video, and it's all recorded so that uh, yeah. uh, you can the examples of stuff, uh, but we're going to do that probably, I think, Tad, we should probably do that in about, you know, maybe three or four weeks. Okay. Uh, probably no more, than that. no more than that. We'll get it together. Uh, you know, uh, maybe we can get a couple of people from the, uh, the, the research groups, uh, and uh, we'll do this soon. That way we got it in one place. Everybody can go. And and then if it's their first time watching this Zoom, uh, they're going to get familiar with your website, Ted. Okay. Uh, you know, and like I'm saying, uh, look, folks, if you're on, if you're out here and you're, uh, you know, and, and you're listening here on this call, uh, roll up in that website, man, and look around. There is... A lot of it, uh, a lot of valuable information, you know, and most all of it's free, y'all. Most all the wandering uh, in the site is free. Uh, there are a few things you're going to have to be a member for, but uh, you know, if you find out, if you find the information that's in there valuable, that's free. Imagine what's in there that might cost a little bit. Uh, so take the time, you know, do a little. Uh, a little sojourner there in the uh, website and see what's up. Um, decide for yourself whether you think it's valuable. Uh, kind of like uh, I tell people, you know, you guys go to uh, go to Crow, you know, and every hour of every one of his uh, episodes is free. Uh, you know, if you think there's a few things in there you find interesting, pay the eight bucks, man. Uh, I do. Uh, so, but anyway, I, uh, that's pretty much what's happened. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much. Uh, oh yeah, I did get. I'll, I'll say this, and then we'll get we'll get on to it. I did get a picture from uh, a, a screenshot uh, from an individual who wrote the credit bureaus and disputed a debt, and they took it off of the credit report. Uh, the the argument was public law seventy three dash ten. How can I how can I have a debt? How can you say that there is a debt that's owed when public law seventy three dash ten says that all debts public and private are paid for? Uh, if that being the case, uh, you could pretty much get out there and. Uh, Write the credit bureaus about everything that's in your report uh, with that same argument, and you should be able to clean your credit score up or clean, clean your credit record up. They have to, if, if there's a dispute, uh, they have to take it off until until there's until it's answered, until it's sorted out. That's the law, apparently. Well, and uh, so I, they tried that. They tried that. Uh, you know, well, let's if you know, I never even thought of that. And someone said, you know, I just tried this. I wrote the wrote one of the credit bureaus and told them that I was disputing this debt uh, because of the public law seventy three dash ten, and they took it off. And the letter showed that they took it, that they had taken that debt off of the credit report. So that's what I'm talking about. You guys get out here and. You're thinking about stuff that I'm not thinking about at all, and you're you're working it. You're not shaky. You're working it. <laughs> well, you know, let me try this and see what happens. Boom. Your credit score is getting cleaned up. Uh, yeah, man, I just wanted to share that. That was some new information that I got this week that I found pretty fascinating. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, <clears throat> so you, you guys, if you want to ask a question, you hit star six, and then I believe one after that to raise your hand in the queue. And we'll go. See, this is confusing. I don't know who it's going to call on now. It says next question. Let's just hit the button. See, so guys, they've changed over all the controls, so I'm still learning my way through it. And there's a button here that says so next question, still, so this, I don't know who's going to be next. This is, this is still TalkShoe then, right? Now, this is uh, freeconferencecall.com. TalkShoe is even worse. It won't let me unmute myself. <laughs> yeah. That, all I, right. I thought that's what we were I thought that's what we were on last week, but I guess not. Oh, there we go. Five one eight. <clears throat> You're on muted. Go right ahead. Five one eight. Albany, New York. Hold on. Okay. Five one eight. Did you mute yourself by any chance? I'm going to mute you and un unmute you so that you know you're the one I'm talking to. 518, go ahead. 
Okay. Let's do this. Next question. 313, go ahead. Okay. Hey, Chris, how you doing? This is Jonas, man. God bless you. How's your family? Right. How's it going, man? All right. Uh, hey, we're look doing here good. on the... Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Good to hear it. Uh, <clears throat> on the... When the um, trustee... I got a guy that's selling uh, some land. When he's doing the 1099 OID, now it says, it says uh, <clears throat> number one, uh, it says the amount you put down for the, it's the amount on the 1099A. Well, if you got two amounts, for instance, if he's selling land at $6 million and you're going to build a house on it, um, you're going to make it. You're gonna you're gonna put six million on the ten ninety nine A, and at the top, I guess you're gonna put nine because he's gonna get his six or well, six point five, and then the nine, the eighty percent comes out of the out of the rest is gonna to go to the builder to start, leaving twenty percent left over for the beneficiary getting permits, whatever else he has to do. While you know that's just getting it started. So on the yeah. 990 ID, which which number would go there? Would the higher number go there? The total cost? Are you talking about uh, did I, did on I the OID? You're talking about box one and box eight. Box one and box eight. Yes, sir. Okay, this is how it's going to work. Uh, when okay. you look at when you all look at that at the, at the 1099A. Okay? Yeah. You got box two and you got box four. Right. The 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 box four is gonna be the fair market value of the property. So if you're buying a house that's nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars, that's where that's gonna go. Right, okay. I figured this much. Now in, okay. box two, mm-hmm. in box two it says balance of principal outstanding. Okay? That's going right. to be, say, say you're going to get uh, 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 $1.5 million and you're going to use 550000 improving the property, okay? Mm-hmm. And box two is where $1.5 million will go. Right. And that's what you're going to get. That's the, uh, the total amount of everything that you're going to get in box two, okay? Now, I'm going to okay. explain to you. Yep. Box one, box box one, and box eight in the OID. Okay. If okay. you look at, if you read, if you read the instructions. Okay. Yep. It says original issue discount for the year. Okay. In that's that's mm-hmm. what it says in one, and down in eight it says original U.S. discount on United States Treasury obligations. That would be right. $1.5 million in both states, okay? In yeah. box one, you're going to leave it blank. It's going to be zero, okay? If that's the first uh, OID that's filed for the year, okay? I gotcha. Okay? Gotcha. Now, now say yep. you're, you, you're the trustee and you're selling the property. Uh the the one point five million will go in box eight. Okay? 
Now, say you do this yeah. again. You got another piece of property that's six hundred fifty thousand, right. and you're getting a million, right? When you do right. your next OID, it's going to say one million in box eight, and then it's going to say two point five million in box one. Okay. The reason yeah. that they, because you might do this if you're if you're selling property, if you're a a real estate agent, and you're doing six or seven, maybe even ten, uh, 1099As a year. They want to know what the, what the original issue discount for the year is. So that's going to be a total so of you, all, the, all the OIDs that you send in plus the, the one that you're sending in at the time. Okay. So, be, so to be clear... Yeah, so be clear, the number one, the first one would be zero, and then if you do yeah. you do the second, because I, I do, I, I am in Michigan and in Atlanta, so the first one would be zero, yeah. and then the second one would be uh, the first and the second added. Yeah. For the year. In box one. In box right. one, eight's always going to be the the eight. Eight is always going to be what box number two is on the on the ten ninety nine A. Okay, That's gotcha. what box eight yep. OID. But you're going to keep a running okay. tally of how many yep. of these things you've done in each. Right. Okay. And then when next yep. year rolls around, your first property that you do that with is going to be blank. And then the second property right. is going to be the total of the first second. All right? Does that make sense? Yep, it makes sense. So, so you, you, so you're saying you, and and by you saying that you're saying one property a year, regardless of whether you live well, in two states or not. Well, no. If if you're if you're buying two properties, then you're the 1099A guy. Right. You see what I'm saying? Say I live in, yes. in, in uh I live in Alabama and it's hotter than firecracker in Alabama sometimes. So I wanna live I want a cabin up in the beneficiary needs a cabin up in Minnesota. Uh the land mm-hmm. of ten thousand lakes. Uh well I'm gonna get right. a cabin up there. Uh because the beneficiary needs a cool summer place to chill. Uh, Alabama mm-hmm. is freaking hot. Uh, you know, it's not good for my health to be the beneficiary's health to be down there in all that heat. I might have a heat stroke. Uh, so I'm going to go mm-hmm. someplace cool. You know, northern Minnesota, or the, uh, the 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 upper peninsula. You know okay. what I'm saying? Gotcha. Uh, and yep. that would be, I would be doing the two 1099As, but I'm not worried about the OIDs because I'm not the trustee. It's the trustees, right. the, the the real estate agents that are going to do this multiple times in, in a year. Uh, right. they, they need to keep a running tally of what it is that they've, how many of these OIDs throughout the year they've put in. Mm-hmm. Okay. The instructions. All right. Uh, yeah, I did. I read it. I just wanted, I'm just double-checking myself because one guy, he. He's the yeah, land. Yeah. He's uh, he's you know doing the by by uh, by owner. You know what I mean? 
And yeah, for sale by owner. Yeah, for sale by owner. So, um, okay, that's yeah, perfect. You want to get? You want uh, to get? Yeah, you want to get a? You want to get down on it so that when you talk to him, you know what you're talking about. Absolutely. And that's what's good. Right. Absolutely. If, if you guys are out here and you're doing this 1099A process, if you can go to the people that are unfamiliar and go, look, man, uh, this is how you do it, and this is, hey, this is how you have to do this right here, and you're giving them all this free information, uh, they're going to go, well, this this student really knows what he's talking about here. Uh, right, and I, and I showed them your uh, video, too. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Go and look at the video, that, too, so man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did that. I did that. So it's it's um I was actually talking about it's it's all good. I uh I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, man. And you take care of yourself and stay safe. Yeah, man, you too, brother. Peace and blessings, man. All right. Peace and Thank blessings. You. Okay. Bye bye. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> Next question, seven zero four, go ahead. No, it should be um at mom it should be coming in, huh? Seven zero four. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Can you hear me? Hold on, let's get that. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing well. I apologize. I'm on the phone with my dad. Um, But anyways, um, I have just a couple questions for you. Um, As far as uh, being someone's trustee, do you have to have an EIN um, to all the forms after the 1099A, no. you know, the OID, you don't. No, no, you don't. You don't have to be helpful. Uh, but what you do okay. need is uh, a be- what you do need is a beneficiary account uh, that that money okay. can go to. Okay, uh, and that was my second that. question, actually. Um, how do yeah. you go about setting up a beneficiary account? Will I get bucked at all? Will they try? I mean. Can you go to any bank and do the beneficiary account, or is it limited, or how does that work? Yeah, you you should you should be able to, but you don't want them to know mm-hmm. that you're doing it. You want to get it. You want to get them to accept it before they even know what's going on. Uh, right. You go into the bank and you, hey, I want to open up. A, I want to open up a checking account. You know, I want mm-hmm. a uh, I want an ATM card. Uh, I don't really mm-hmm. need checks because I can do it all with my ATM. Uh, Checks are good because then you can write beneficiary on all your checks, and they're going to process these checks. Uh, right. the, the mortgage company, you're, you're, you send six monthly, you send six checks to your mortgage company, uh, and they're cashing these checks that they beneficiary on. Then uh, they're agreeing that you are the beneficiary. Um, you go in there and you say, "I want to open up the account." You, you know, you take your cash that you're going to open up the account with, and you sign the signature card while the the, the uh, accounts officer is filling out the paperwork, you know, and then put the then put the money on top of the card and hand it to them. Uh, they just accepted it. Uh, okay. Most of the time, they're not even going to pay any attention to it. Right. And when doing the 1099A, um, do uh, I match up? Excuse me? Chris? When doing, the, when doing the 1099A, do I Hold match on. up the account number? Hold on. Okay. Chris, okay. are you there? 
Chris. That means no, he is not. So hold on. Okay, okay, I will, Daddy. I'll I'll call you I'll call you back in a sec, okay? Okay, all right, love you, Bob. Okay, are you still there? Are you guys still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, Chris. Okay, there we go. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. What I was trying to say is, a lot of y'all are are. Uh, are trying this and it's not working at the bench. Okay, they're uh, oh no, oh, well no, we're not going to do your beneficiary. Uh, we're not, we can't give you a beneficiary account. Uh, what you want to do then is uh, uh, what you can do. I'm saying it's a little more time consuming, but start writing these checks with a beneficiary signature, and then take a picture of them with your phone. Uh, Pay your your mortgage with it. Pay your car payment. Uh, Pay your light bills, whatever. When you go to the bank and you withdraw money, uh, slap the comma B-E-N-E period at the end of your, uh, at the end of the uh, net, and the the cashier is going to take that receipt, uh, and they're going to transact the money out of your account, and they're going to accept the beneficiary signature. And over time, you can accumulate quite a bit of these documents, you know, go in and sign the receipt at the bank and then take a picture of it with your phone right after you sign it. Hand it to them. Uh, collect all these pictures up. Create you a file uh, of all the times you signed the beneficiary or a BDN period signature. And then, and, and then that way, if you go in there, if they say, well, we can't accept this check, if they finally figure out what it is you're doing, uh, they're going to say, well, we can't accept this signature uh, on the on the receipt for your money, uh, or we can't uh, process this check because of the signature. You can go, wait a minute, you've been doing it for six or eight months. See all these pictures? What do you mean gotcha. you can't accept a beneficiary signature when you've done it a hundred times? Right. Uh, what you're doing is you're making that a beneficiary account just by them acting as the trustee. Right, just and by them accepting those checks. Yeah, right. if you guys are having a hard time getting a beneficiary account, uh, just use your old account and start signing with the beneficiary signature. They will... Uh, you know they'll they'll accept that uh, the psychiatric hospital. Uh, they wanted me to sign a release so that they can release the uh, the discharge uh, document. Uh, and I signed it. I I wrote it and I signed it. I printed it and I signed beneficiary uh, three times uh, on their document. Well, I need a copy of that. Well, we can't give that to you. That's a violation of the HIPAA law. No, that's a violation of contract law. Uh, you might want to talk to your supervisor and make sure you guys are ready for about the what's happened, you know, what's about to happen, uh, because you're violating contract law by not giving me a copy of a document I've signed. So right. 
And I, with that being said, uh, that hospital has agreed uh, that they've got my social security number. I've never gave it to them. Uh, and I guarantee you when I uh, get the, the get this these documents from this from this uh, mental health hospital uh, that my social security number is going to be on some of that stuff and I didn't give it to them and now I got them agreeing that that I am the beneficiary uh, they're in big freaking right. trouble uh, and you can do the same thing with your bank folks if you're having a hard time getting a bank to accept you as the beneficiary use your own account make it a beneficiary account does that help with your questions it, it, it helps a whole lot with my question Chris um, and another thing when you are filing the 1099 a um, as a trustee do you match up the the account number with the um, with the um, the bank account that you just opened up a beneficiary bank account do you match up that account if you're doing an ADA to do a direct deposit do you have to match up the account yeah. number on there with you yes okay yeah when you when All you right. do when you're acting as a trustee in someone else's trust and there's money going to be transferred from the treasury uh, via the ADA you're going to put that beneficiary account uh, say that you're going to use this as an escrow uh, because you're trying to buy a house or you're trying to sell a house to your friend. Uh, you want that money to go into that escrow, uh, and then and then you can the money goes out to the for the property goes out to the person uh, that is or which would be you, and uh, you know and whatever's extra uh, could be them. You know what I'm saying? If you're selling yep. a house to somebody and you're selling it for $700,000 and you do this for $900,000, uh, you can take the house that you're selling these folks and then give them the the 200000 Actually, what they would be doing is you would sell them the house. There would be $200,000 left over, Right. So mm-hmm. forty thousand of that could be them, if they want to take and do a hundred sixty thousand dollars worth of improvements, they would bring you the receipts, right? Because you're using these receipts. Here, I sold the house uh, for seven hundred thousand. I've got uh, as soon as you get a hundred sixty thousand dollars in receipts for improvements that have been made. Then you can turn the forty thousand over cash to them. There you go. Okay. Got you. Uh, I talked to this, talked to these people last night about this process. You know, well, why that? Why? Why do you? Why is it ninety uh, percent? Or why is it twenty percent? Well, if I'm buying a house from you and you sell it to me for seven hundred thousand, and I take a hundred and forty thousand of it. Or 160,000 of it, and I contract to work out uh, the pool that I want in. You know, it needs a new roof. The foundation needs fixed. Uh, the, the, all the walls need painted. I need to upgrade the kitchen. If I'm contracting all that work out, I'm entitled to mark all that up 20% like a contractor does. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how that's going to work. Uh, it's okay. almost like you're getting and, paid to improve your own house. Right. And when you're paying a bill, when you're paying a bill with the tar- – sorry to interrupt you, Chris. When you're paying a bill with the 1099A, do they have to be um, – like, say I'm paying off my truck um, with the 1099A. Do they have to be willing to file the um, the said documents afterwards, or would you just submit the 1099A to the CFO or the CEO and um, they know where to go from there. Do they have to be in agreement? Yeah, you can send the A. You can say, look, because see what you're doing with the remittance letter is you're either doing the coupon or you're doing the 1099A or you're doing both. Here, I'm just going to help you double dip this thing a little bit right? so we can go on ahead and settle this debt. Uh, I'm cool with it. If you're cool with it, I'm cool with it. Uh, and you're sending that to them. They will do the OID, the 961040B, the uh, the 8888 if they want to get their money faster. They'll do all that. Matter of fact, uh, a lot of those businesses and corporations like that already have an 8888 account set up. Uh, they can, they're already familiar with how to get money from from the treasury that way. Uh, so the 8888. Is is that just um, pretty much the eighty eight eighty eight account? That's pretty much the beneficiary account. Yeah, unless or you have an, an EIN. See, a lot of these brokers are doing uh, EINs, or they're doing a a, a private trust. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. So, if you're doing that, uh, then then that's the that's where that money's going to. If you got an EIN. Uh, trust that you want the money to go to, that trust is going to have account an account related to it. Uh, that's the account you're going to send it to when you're doing the, the trustee part of the job. But if you're sending this in and you're paying off your car, they're going to do all that. They're going to do the all the other documents. They already know what to do. Uh, it's why they're not sending a lot of the folks out here like, I sent my 1099A on my car payment, and they said that that they that they can't accept that, uh, but they don't send it back. Why? Then they accepted it because they it. did accept it. Matter, matter right. of fact, they're 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 taking it and filing it with an OID 9640B and, a, and an 8888. They already know what they're doing. Gee, we got this. Hey, let's tell her that uh, that we're not going to accept it, and see if she sends us some more money. Wow. Right. What they're doing and is they're I think, fraud. I've seen one of your videos that paid you it off. That yeah. That's sorry. What doing. I'm sorry. I can hardly. I can. Not, I don't have good uh, Wi-Fi service, so I can. It's like when you talk, it's like five seconds behind. I apologize. Um, yeah. Yeah. But um, if you, I've seen one of your videos where you said. Um, that you meet with a group of veterans on Wednesday morning. Uh, is that open to the, to the public? Because my husband's a veteran, and we're just right a hop, skip, and a jump from you. Is that open to the public or no? Uh, no, it's open to, to veterans. That's right, family. open to veterans. Okay. Yeah, yeah um, uh, I guess I'll just uh, get with you. There, the, only people that, the only people that go in there that aren't veterans are politicians wanting your vote. 
Oh, okay. So, uh, and is, did you, did yeah, you do that every uh, Wednesday morning? Your, yeah, it's every Wednesday morning from 9 uh, to 12. It's in Newport, awesome. Tennessee. Awesome, you're hearing, babe, every Wednesday morning from 9 to 12, said. Every Wednesday morning. Coffee and donuts every and bullshitting time. Yeah. Awesome. Every Wednesday morning. Okay. Yeah, it's in okay. Newport, Tennessee. It's 148 Pine Street. Uh, if any of y'all are, are yeah, close like by it. and you're a veteran and you need some help, uh, come on up and see us. That's what we do. Uh, we help And you said 148 Pine Street in, um, in Newport, yeah. Tennessee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, we are actually just about two hours from you. Are you? Okay. Yeah, you guys are more than welcome. Well, my to, husband uh, used to live in Kingsport. Oh, you live in Kingsport? Well, my husband used yeah, to live in Kingsport. Oh, his name wouldn't be Bradley by chance, would it? No, it's Micah. Okay. Yeah, I had a buddy who, I was in the Army I had a buddy that I was in the Army with that was from Kingsport. Uh, that was my first trip to East Tennessee was Kingsport. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Nice area. Small world. Yeah. All right. So does that so answer you your question? 148 Pine Street, Newport, Tennessee. Yeah, 148 Pine Street, Newport, Tennessee. Awesome. Okay, awesome. So and, yes, that does um, wrap up my question. All right. Thank you, you. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, 469 area code. Go ahead. Hi, Chris. How are you all doing? How's it going? All right. Um, I have a uh, 1099 scenario that uh, I'm putting together. Um, sort of out of necessity, I had to go to the hospital Sunday and found out that uh, they thought I had a stroke. It wasn't a stroke, but I do have a lot of nerve damage in my back because I lost the use of my right leg for a while. And so I can't do the work that i am normally been doing for the last 19 years, which is very labor-intensive. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have a trustee. She has a beneficiary uh, trust account that she is going to utilize solely for the 1099A process. And so here's my scenario. I've gone to the dealership, you know, and they, with the 1099A to try to get a truck, and I was trying to teach them how to do this kind of thing, and they didn't accept it. And, of course, I ran into the other arguments that other people have brought up about proof of funds, yada, yada, yada. So we came up with this plan. I'm not, I don't want to do, some of these people are trying to do this stuff online. I'm not going to do that. <clears throat> what I'm doing is I'm actually mailing my physical 1099A to the, to the trustee with the addresses on there from the treasury. It's got my address. And so what we're going to do, if we can, uh, let's say a truck is 80000 uh, We're going to need 20000 for gas for a year, plus she's got her fee. Uh, we're going to do that, uh, plus 
rent for a year, water, gas, light bill, all of those things. And on the third one, on the bottom, I'm going to need medical care plus food and shelter, clothing, that kind of thing for my kids. And we kind of added it all up what these things are going to cost. And send that to the Treasury with an 8888. That way, uh, in the descriptions, it'll have you know all the allocations that the money's going to so that the Treasury can send that to her account to where, okay, the beneficiary needs his uh, rent done. The trustee writes the check for the year for that. If I go to a dealership, I find a truck that I want. Oh, I like I like this uh, GMC pickup over here. It's eighty thousand um, dollars. If you would, uh, the beneficiary needs you to call the trustee so that they can wire the funds immediately. That kind of thing. Same thing with medical. Uh, or you know, the trustee needs three hundred dollars this week to go get some groceries for his family. That kind of thing. Do you see? Uh, anything in that that uh, is wrong, doable, or what's your thought on that? Uh, every everything's doable, uh, but you're going to have this trustee who's going to hold the property. Uh, so for one, you better trust them, huh. and for two, they better keep good record of it because uh, they don't care to stove you up for some uh, trust fraud if you're screwing around. Uh, and li- you know, like I said, trust is set up to pay your bills. And there's coming a day where you won't have to do that scenario. Uh, you'll just send a 1099A to the light company for the whole year. You'll send it to the, to the, uh, uh, the power company, the, the gas company, the water company. Uh, your house will be paid for because you will have got it with the 1099A. Your car will be paid for. Uh, you'll be able to 1099A a gas company, uh, and they'll send you a gas card. Here, just get your co- get your gas from us. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, uh, I just wanted to run that by you because, you know, I'm like, well. Uh, there, if I've got a trustee and the funds are already there uh, with everything accounted for for each allocation that we got the money for, then you know there's I, I don't have to go wait 45 days or even three weeks with an 8888 if I go to a dealership. Yeah, you can try can it. But, uh, there. Yeah, it it makes it makes it makes sense, uh, but. Uh, and you can try it and just see what happens. Uh, you know, let us know how it turned out for you. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I've never thought about never thought about doing it like that. Uh, but it sounds doable. You know what I'm saying? Well, I kind of thought so too, because I mean, it's you know, it's it's in an escrow account that's only going to be used for the beneficiary. Yeah, and on the yeah. 1099 A's, the uh, Treasury knows, 
what the money's going for. Uh, it may not have a, a color, truck, bid number, all of that. That's going to come later, but the money will be there so that, you know, we can, we can certainly prove it. All right, so does that handle, uh, answer your question? Uh, yes, sir. All right, thank you very much. And we'll go on to the next caller. Nine seven three, go ahead. Area code nine seven three. Ted and Chris, thank you. God bless you for doing this. Um, actually, one of my questions was answered. The very first question about the OID. So thank you for clarifying that. Um, I guess another question could be like, say if I'm on the highway, right, and I get pulled over, and it's state police. How would the conditional acceptance be different as compared to, you know, if I had the you know, my town prosecutor and all that. If it's the state police, how would that be different? Hello? Chris, are you there? Oh, boy. All right. Hold on. Please try your call again. Okay, are you guys still there? I'm here. You're here, okay. Uh oh, I think Chris's phone may have died. You guys, hold on just a second here. box that has not been set up yet. Maybe he's trying to call me. I don't know. So let me try it again. I'll just keep trying until I get him. Hold on. box that has not been set up. Hold on. Main menu. Okay, it could be that his phone died. I'll try a couple more times, you guys, or we may have to end this call, so hold on.
box that has not been set up yet. And he doesn't have a voicemail. Okay, you guys, I'm going to try one more time, and if I can't get him, uh, I will probably be ending this call, but just hang on a second. has a voicemail box that has not... All right. So what was your question again? 973? Um, it was just kind of uh, out of the top of my head, but um, if I were to get pulled over by state police, how would right. the conditional acceptance be different? You know, like, how, how would the conditional acceptance be different than what? Well, like if I were to get pulled over in, I guess, like my town or some town where it's like, ah, there's... The town prosecutor and what have you. Uh, oh, I see. Um, I think that's probably a Chris question. I don't know that it would be very different at all. They're all operating under color of law. That would be basically mm. your your claim. Yeah. Okay, so um, you guys, thank you very much for showing up. I'm sorry that it ended like this. We uh, probably had enough time to go through everybody in the queue, except Chris's phone died, so um, again, join our mailing list, you have the right dot com, so you can stay informed of these uh, calls. And we will see you guys again next week. Thank you very much. Good night. Thank you, Chris. Keep it.